Welcome back to Young Smart Money, show number eight, the show that sets you up for lifelong financial success with personal stories and actionable advice that we certainly did not learn at school. Today, I'm really excited for this episode. We're back at it with another interview. I'm really, really digging the interviews. I'm getting a ton out of them. I hope you guys are too. Be sure to let me know, apple at applecredit.com, how you guys feel about the interview style of the shows lately. But today, we've got a really cool guest on, and he is a guy that I really, um, I think he's doing some really cool stuff. He is a creator. He has both a blog and an Instagram page called Operation Retirement. His name is Carlos, and he's doing some really, really cool stuff um, with regard to just educating people on how investing really works. And he is a young person himself. So when I saw him doing cool stuff, I had to reach out on Instagram. I had to say, man, I really, really dig what you're doing, and I would love to have you on the show. So that is what we are doing today. So without further ado, let us welcome in Carlos from Operation Retirement. All right. So today on the show, we have a very special guest. Today we have Carlos from Operation Retirement, which is a blog and a Instagram page. Um, so I'm really excited to have him here. I'm really excited that he um, is taking the time to share with us today where he's coming from, what he's doing. So it's some really cool stuff. And I think you guys can really benefit from it. It's pretty similar to what I'm doing. So um, without further ado, I'm just going to let Carlos introduce himself a little bit. So Carlos, if you wouldn't mind telling the audience a bit about yourself, maybe like what stage of life you're in, where you're from, just like your background in general, so they can get a better feel for who you are. All right. Thanks, Apple. My name is uh, Carlos. I am originally from Germany, but raised in New Jersey and Florida. I currently live in Tampa, Florida right now, and I'm in, my, I'm in college right now. Cool. What are you studying? Right now, I'm studying business uh, management. Nice. Oh, cool. Well, um, would you just tell us a little bit about Operation Retirement? So for those of our audience that is not familiar with what you're up to, could you fill them in with what you're doing over there? Because I know it's a blog and an Instagram page, but can you give us a little more background as to what that's all about? Okay. So me, myself, Operation Retirement was created by me and a friend of mine who lives actually in, in Virginia. We uh, He actually messaged me on my personal Instagram and because we both like to trade stocks, we collaborated about the financial markets. And then from there, we decided to create an Instagram page sharing, you know, our uh, stocks that we buy and sell, trade, and just talk about finances in between, a little bit of personal finances, but we mostly focus on just talking about trading the stock market. Cool, cool. So he just reached out because you had a personal Instagram where you were putting some stuff up about stocks and he was like, that looks pretty cool. So I think I might. So then you guys just like started working together. Yep. Cool, cool. That's really, that's really interesting. I never, I never knew how you two met. So I think that's a, that's a cool story that you guys didn't really know each other, but he just reached out to you. Yeah. That's the power of the Instagram direct message guys. DM people all day, every day. That is some powerful stuff. (laughs) Like you can really, you can really hook up some business opportunities through Instagram DMs. Like I, I first heard about that through Gary Vaynerchuk and I've just been implementing that like hardcore. So if you guys want one piece of actionable advice, DM people who are doing cool stuff and you never know, they might, you might be able to interview them on your podcast. You might be able to do some really cool stuff. So pro tip. All right. So my next question was just how did you find someone to collaborate with? But I guess now we have an answer to that. He just hit you up on a DM. So that takes care of that. Right. Um, did you have like, before he reached out to you, did you have any plans of like starting any kind of like resource or blog or anything? Or was this sort of just like spur of the moment? It was on my mind to create a blog. I just didn't know exactly 
what I wanted to do until he he messaged me and ever since we collaborated and then that's where we started creating the blog itself and the uh, website and not the website but also the Instagram page. Cool. Um, which one came first, the blog or the Instagram? The Instagram page came first. I believe we started like around February and then we created the uh, no, we created the uh, website around late January, early February, and Operation Retirement came out like late December, I would say. So cool, 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 cool. Um, so the Instagram was that just first because you thought it'd be easier to like set it up and stuff than putting a whole website together. Yeah, so we you know we were just getting started, and we wanted to see how much we would grow as a page, and we're slowly growing, and we noticed that. Since we're focusing on options training now, we have been getting more and more followers because a lot of people want to see how we manage to make profits, but also how can we teach people how to do options training too. So. Yeah, and I think it's really powerful um, picking a specific niche rather than just like the whole stock market investing area because there's so much you could go into there. I think picking a specific niche like options investing um, really, really is a good way to attract people because if people find a page that are like, oh, this is about stock market investing, they're not really sure is this for me? But if they're trading options and then they find a page about trading options, then they're going to be a lot more interested because it really speaks more to them because it's very, it's very more like niche down into something that's a lot more applicable to them. So I think that's, I think that's a really good idea. And I'm trying to do that more myself because my podcast and YouTube channel are very, um, they're very widespread. Like I have a lot of different topics throughout my videos and, um, and podcasts. So I think it, I think that is a very valuable very valuable tip to um, really niche down and pick like a certain specific thing that you're really into and go all in on that because that's going to really allow you to attract a lot more people who are interested in that specific thing. So I think that's a really good idea that you guys decided to go more narrow than just like the whole retirement in general. Yeah, it is. What are, what are some strategies that you're using to attract more people or just like get awareness out about like your page or your blog? Um, we just simply post daily, at least maybe like two to three posts a day relating to what we want to talk about. Oh. It could be about option trading or our plans on what exactly we want to trade in within that's, the upcoming week or during the day. So cool. That's an impressive amount of content, to be honest. Um, I mean, I'm only using my Instagram once a day, but to be able to put out two or three pieces of content a day, that's really valuable. And I see you guys are using some some hashtags as well, which is a great way to reach new audiences besides just who's already um, following you. So right. I think it's a good idea. But you guys aren't like doing, I don't know, do you you, you just like promote it to like friends and family too? Um, Nothing really like big. I share it with some of my coworkers. Oh, okay. Our page and the way that I like to invest. So it keep, it interests them. And some of my friends from work do actually follow my page. So nice. Yeah, I think it's really important to like leverage your own social networks and just talk to people who you're, you already surround yourself with and who are interested in what you're doing and just sort of tell them about like what you're up to because if people don't know, like if your friends and family don't know what you're doing, then they're never gonna like follow you. But if you, if you tell them what you're doing, they might be interested, they might follow you. So I think it's really important to like tell people what you're actually up to, what you're doing, because if you don't, then how are they gonna know? How are they gonna support you if they don't actually know what you're up to? So I think that's pretty important. Um, so clearly you do have an, an interest in investing in the stock market, et cetera, um, which is not something that's super common for a person as young as you or me, say you're a sophomore in college. So can you talk a little bit about how you came to be interested in investing, um, options trading, all of that in the first place? 
I originally started options trading. I'll say about two months ago, and wow. I actually found out I unlocked the uh, the Robinhood actually released options trading. There was a wait list. Yeah, it only took probably maybe about a month, and then I got into into it. So I checked it out, see how it is. I wasn't too familiar with it, so I looked it up on YouTube to see if anybody has done option trading on yeah. yet, and they did. So I just picked up from their information and. And I also go to Investopedia and mm. a bunch of other resources to see how option trading works in general. And then from there, I just took action. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, there's so there's just an abundance of free resources on the internet. I mean, YouTube, like any investing question you ever had, there are at least like 25 videos, maybe even 25,000 videos if it's a very widely asked question about that exact thing, like options trading on Robinhood. It might seem like it's a very small topic, but actually, if you look it up, there's probably hundreds if not thousands of videos about it so and again investopedia there's just so many free resources online that if people knew about if they knew they could take advantage of i think they could really really leverage these to learn a lot more about all kinds of things not just investing but i think like like you said there's just such an abundance of free um information and some people who think they they can't get started unless they pay a financial advisor or they sign up for a course i think people just need to step back and like take take what's free and go from there because there is just so much free information out there. Yeah, there is. That, you know, if yeah. there's anything that really just interests you, you should just take the time to research it and see if it's something you really would like to do. You know, just you know, you don't have to rush through it, but at least have an understanding of what it is. Exactly, exactly. Because there is, I mean, there's so much to learn. And if you just sit back like thinking like what ifs all day and like, oh, I should learn that, I should do this, like actually just do it. Like just doing it, it, it seems hard. But um, it, it sounds like you were able to, like, within just the last two months, you really learned all about it and just taken an action, which is really, really important. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of the resources that you think would be beneficial for young people who are trying to get started investing? Like, you mentioned Investopedia. Are there any specific YouTube channels that you really like um, or any other websites that are really good for investing, in your opinion? Uh, for YouTube, I do have a few YouTube okay. that I would say I recommend. I like um, U.S. versus Herd. I have put a po um, blog post about that channel, specifically for options trading. Can you spell that? It's um, U.S. Okay. And then it's versus V.S. Okay. And then Herd, H-E-R-D. Oh, okay. Perfect. And another one that I do follow, too, is Tech Crack House. Or tech cash house. That's what he does. He has like two different names at the same time. Okay. Tech crash house slash tech cash house. Okay. Cool. Cool. Is that also most more specifically for options trading? Um, just about investing in general with the oh, stock cool. of Robinhood. He also tries out different um applications. Cool. Another one I recommend too is Doctor Dividend. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen some of his stuff. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff on Robinhood. Yeah, so and I know a lot of young people would definitely would like to use Robinhood because it's free commissions compared exactly. to exactly E Trade or Scott Trade or any other uh, financial brokerage account you have to pay. Yeah, and it's I mean over time, I haven't talked a lot about it in the podcast, but I, I have a lot of I have a couple um, YouTube videos that talk about why I use Robinhood and just why it's so beneficial. But for those of you who aren't aware, it's basically a brokerage that you can use. They have an app um, as well as a desktop version.
but essentially allows you to buy and sell stocks for free, which is pretty revolutionary because if you want to do that with any other brokerage, like you were mentioning with your E-Trades, your Fidelity, your Scott Trades, all these guys, you're going to be paying commissions every time you trade. So every time you buy or sell a stock, you're going to be paying a commission, which can really range anywhere from about $5 to all the way up to about $10. So if you're, if you're trading with as little as, say, $100, if you're just getting started as a college student, that can really eat into any potential profits you have. So that's why it's really important. That's why Robinhood is a great, great resource for people who are younger, just getting started out, don't have as much money. So that's, I'm glad you pointed that out. And that is a really good resource that I think all young people who are starting to get invested should definitely be taking advantage of because it is completely free. And it's just a great way to get, get your feet wet, get started investing at a young age. Exactly. Another thing, too, is that if you do have like a, pre, like a brokerage account with another firm and you want to transfer your stocks into your Robinhood account so you don't have to worry about the commission fees, you can, in fact, do that. There's and no is that completely free? It's not the app itself and where you can do that. Is that free to transfer from? It, it should be free to transfer, yes. Wow. Okay, cool. I wasn't even aware of that. So that's, that's a cool feature. Um, yeah, currently I invest both in a Robinhood account and with a um, Roth IRA through Fidelity. And the Roth IRA is just there for a retirement account. Um, and I don't really move around much in there. So I'm not paying too much in commissions. Um, all right. So if you could give one piece of advice to all of the 18 to 25-year-olds who are listening to this and have not yet started to invest, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, my recommendation is I definitely think it's important that you do invest in yourself. So... It could, it's not just about putting money into the stock market account. You know, as a young person, 18, I would mm -hmm. say the number one thing that you should do is not go to school right away and figure out what exactly you want to do for yourself. Unless you already know what you want to do, go ahead. But mm -hmm. I would say, take, get, you know, get yourself a job, part-time or full-time, work for a year, see where exactly where, get an idea of where you would like to be in your life. And just go from there, maybe take a trip somewhere, you know, start exploring yourself, finding yourself, you know, build better habits for yourself. It's really important that you focus on personal development. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really important. And in episode, I believe it was episode six or episode five, I had an interview with um, my friend Chase. And we talked on that a lot as well on the decision to go straight into college from high school or to take some time to do some personal development, figure out what you actually like to do rather than just rushing into something because maybe your parents are pressuring you to do it or you think it's just like the thing to do is you need to go to school right away. But if you actually take the time to evaluate your options, like look at yourself, look at what you like to do and um, where you want to be in the long term, that's just really, really beneficial in finding a good path for you. Because I mean, obviously the four-year degree is not the best path for everybody. Like clearly that's not the case, but it seems like that is what is supposed to be the path for us. That's what our, our parents want us to do. That's what society wants you to do. But like, um, it's, yeah, like, we, like you said, it's really, really important to like get an idea for who you are, what you like to do rather than just rushing into something because you think it's the thing to do. When in reality, there are many different options for you, not just the four year degree right away. Right. Um, so beyond investing, I think it's really cool that um, you went, you went like before you talked about learning like you started investing in options, but then you went beyond just the learning and you went on to actually create content on this Instagram page and this blog to teach other people. So I think that's really, really cool. And I really, really respect the people who take that leap from consuming content to actually creating content. 
Um, so how can you talk a little bit on how you actually decided to start creating and move from the consuming to the creating? Uh, me and my uh, me and my friend Thomas, though, the ones mm -hmm. that we create Operation Your Time together, we just we just thought about just sharing our experiences with uh, training and presenting them to people. We want people to be able to understand it. We want people to discuss. We want to be able to show people that we are making progress. And we mm. show our winners, but we also show our losers because mm. it's important to share that we're not, no matter how good of a trader you are, no matter if you're starting from the bottom or even at the top, like you're killing it. You're mm -hmm. always going to lose no matter what. And Absolutely. That's one thing for sure. And aside yeah. creating it, I'm more of like something that's in my mind. So whatever's in my mind, I do my best to put it into into the page itself. Hmm. Like my mind is always coming up with ideas and it's all over the place. So cool. Um, were there any big hurdles that you faced when you were moving um, and starting to create this page, starting to put out content and blog articles and Instagram posts? Like, were there any big like struggles that you faced? I would say the thing that you struggle with that I struggled with in the beginning was being able to find out what exactly I wanted to post. At first we started, you know, just doing, you know, a little bit of personal finances mm -hmm. to share my experiences with it, my personal finance finances. And then my other friends, personal finances too. We did a little bit of that, but then we decided to, you know, switch into the stock market, share our trades. And we started to go slowly from there. And then we kind of was like, keep looking forward up and down we were like stagnant mm -hmm. and then when we started to get into options which was when we started to post options trade maybe not even two weeks ago that's when we started to see a huge increase of followers from there wow and we know it's okay you know what options is what people want to see so we're gonna keep on keep doing that until whatever people want to see again want to see something new cool we'll definitely go along with the, what the people want to see so nice that's listen to your audience yeah, that's some big moves recently um, for you guys, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, okay, so what are some things that actually, first, I just want to address the fact that I think people people have in their, in their heads that it's going to be a lot harder to start something like an Instagram page or a blog or a website or really anything. People have it in, that, in their heads that it's going to be a lot harder to do. But I mean, like you said, once you, like your biggest struggle was just like figuring out what to post. And like, it seems like you guys have got that down by now because you're putting out like two to three pieces of content a day, which is really, really cool. So I think people just overestimate how hard it's going to be. And in reality, like it's not that bad. And like, once you actually get over that hurdle of actually posting your first couple pieces of content, you sort of get the ball rolling. Um, at least that's, that's my experience. Was it was it like that for you? Like once you started to get the first couple things posted, then it was a lot easier for you to just like keep going. Right, because you get an idea of what you want to post, and then, you know, if you use the hashtags too, people will start to notice your page, and then followers will start coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just goes up. It just goes from there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, I, I didn't get on Instagram until probably about a month and a half ago, maybe, but uh, I can tell you that as soon as I started um, posting stuff on Instagram, and like, once I got hashtags figured out and stuff, it just, it was really easy to get the ball rolling. And now I'm getting more and more engagements every day. I'm reaching more and more people every day. And I think it's, it's a great platform uh, really for, for anything, whether that be personal finance or whatever you're interested in. I think 
any, there's room for everybody to make a page on what, what interests them, what they get a lot of value out of, what they enjoy doing. And there's just always room for people to show people what they're doing and provide value for other people. I think that's, that's my opinion. There's no, there's always room. Exactly. And there is, you know, you can go put yourself out there, you know, start one post. And I'll say that over time you do, you want to avoid being mediocre by, Oh yeah. You know, you still have to be creative. You can't just be, you know, boring. You need to change. You always have to willing to make some changes and listen to your positive and negative comments because you can always learn from both. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta be willing to be flexible. You gotta be willing to adapt because I mean, nothing nothing is stagnant for for very long so you always have to be willing to try something new get out of your comfort zone but i think once you once you start going once you start posting content getting a feel for what people like what people respond well to uh, it really it really is a lot easier to just like keep on rolling and just scale up from there at least in my in my opinion that's how it's been for me um so what are some things that you learned when you started creating posts on Instagram and blog articles? Like what was some of your early feedback? What did that look like? Let's see. Uh, really, it was just more of learning exactly what people wanted to see. Okay. I'll say people wanted to see, oh, how can you help us teach us how to do this? Or can you, we, I did not understand this meaning. Can you tell me what this meaning is? Or, okay. So. so just like direct questions about like clarifying what you guys are talking about or yeah. just trying to get, okay, cool, cool. So, so nothing, nothing like too big, but mostly just like the little nitpicky stuff yes. of like, I didn't quite understand this. Okay, cool. Yeah. I get a lot of that as well on my YouTube channel. Um, sometimes I like speed through stuff and people are like, what did you, what do you mean? What did you just say? So I get that a lot. Um, but yeah, that's good that people were like with like the main focus of your stuff and they were just asking about the little stuff. Right. So um, we covered how much put how much content you're putting out on Instagram about two to three posts a day. Um, what about on your blog? How often do how um, active are you there? How often are you putting new stuff out there? I personally blog once a week on my days off of work, so just once a week. Sometimes I could do two, but majority of the time it's always been one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, long form stuff like a blog that's definitely a lot more time commitment. When I was I my blog I have not been keeping up with that at all um and it's sort of fallen off lately just because i'm i'm trying to get the podcast going well i've gotten the podcast going but we're we're putting out youtube videos every day and the podcast every week so there wasn't really as much room for the blog and personally i don't know about you but i i don't really enjoy the writing aspect of a blog which is why i sort of let that drop off i wasn't really enjoying it that much i just think it's a lot of writing i mean i'm not the strongest writer to be honest i'm definitely better at speaking than writing as far as that goes but uh yeah that's 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 me personally what do you what do you find like you guys don't make videos um correct no not at the moment okay so do you do you enjoy the writing aspect of a blog i do yeah especially if it's something that i know i would like to post mm -hmm. definitely yes i do i don't mind writing writing it all right that's good i, I mean research. yeah I put my own thought into it so cool yeah i mean as long as you're enjoying it that's what that's what it's all about uh but yeah i i know for me personally just like self-awareness wise like i i'm not the best at writing i'm always like trying to tweak it and try to make it the most perfect but i don't know 
I just, I'd find, I find um, I'm able to get my point across better in other forms besides just writing. And, but that's just, that's just me. Um, let's see. So yeah, you're putting out about one, one blog a week and a couple of Instagram posts a day. That's, that's impressive. Like as far as, as far as content goes, I'm always impressed with how much stuff people are putting out there and just the people are putting stuff out there in the first place, because if you're not putting anything out there, how do you expect anything to happen? Uh, because you're not, you're not doing anything. You're not creating anything, but, but what, what you're doing is it's really cool. I, I, I really admire anybody who like goes out there and actually like start something instead of just sitting around and saying like, Oh, what if I should do this? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So many people are like that and they just, they eventually will regret it later down the line. Exactly. Because you, yeah, you're always gonna, you're always gonna regret, regret the chances you don't take. And I think just regret is just so much worse than like failure because like failure it, it's inevitable like whatever you do you're gonna fail uh yeah. eventually so you, you gotta embrace that and just worry worry about the the things that you you're you're gonna regret not doing uh really that's what it comes down to for me at least like you're gonna regret stuff a lot more than you're gonna like be sad that you failed or like be yeah so it's just it's really important to take chances and not not dwell on like oh what could happen but like just just makes stuff happen that's that's what i say um next thought how do you stay motivated to put out content because you are putting out i mean a good a bit of content especially on instagram so how do you how do you stay motivated are there ever times where you're like oh i don't want to do this or or how do you stay how do you stay in the zone i just say motivated by simply just posting exactly what i win what i lose what's in my mind mm -hmm. about what what i want to put in this trades or stock market sounds like it could just be a news event so okay being on a computer pretty constantly it also gives me ideas so i just say that yeah sometimes you just sometimes i don't post every I'll post every day but i definitely just stay motivated by realizing where we are slowly growing we are progressing with our trades we're yeah. making more money ourselves so even when we lose it, it's always a learning lesson to realize, you know what? There's mm -hmm. no opportunity out there no matter what. You just can't stop yourself just because you're losing. So many That's real. easily, but they don't realize that you have to put in the work and keep learning from it mm -hmm. where you want to be in life. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's so cool that you're sharing that with people because I know so many people who like make stock market videos on YouTube or or have a blog or have an Instagram page and all they they only post the winners like they don't post both sides of the story um, and it's really it's really cool to see when people are like being real with you and they're actually showing you the good the bad the ugly everything because that's that's just so much more real than only showing the good stuff and pretending everything's perfect and pretending like you're just the smartest trader in the world because you never mess up like that's that's BS and people can see that from a mile away. And right. I just see that might be that myself that separates a lot from many of the other people who also post similar content to me. They only show their winners, but they don't really show their losers at all, or even yep. at all. So I just want I you know I want to keep it real. There's nothing to be ashamed of losing because exactly, exactly. You need to show people that you know what this guy is the real thing. Exactly. And in life, it's really it's really not a matter of if you lose, in my opinion, it's a matter of when you lose, because everybody's going to lose. And it's just a matter of how you're going to respond to that. And if you're going to get right back up and try again, or if you're going to sit and cry, because you just lost, like, you, you really just got to keep going, you really just got to figure out how you're going to respond to your losses and stick with that and keep on going. 
and I think you, you it really does stand out when people are when people are showing the winners and the losers uh, instead of just like bragging about how good they are. So that's that's really cool that you guys are doing that. Um, I really I really respect that. Awesome, thank you. Um, yeah, for sure. Oh, what would you? What advice would you give to somebody? Because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are watching this that are like, man, I'm really interested in I don't know sneakers or I don't know cars. And what would you tell somebody that's like really? They have an interest and they want to start an Instagram page or a blog. What what advice would you give to them? I would say whatever's on their mind to just go for it. You know, start mm -hmm. making. Yes. If you want to post, you know, your favorite sneakers, go for it. Just whatever that's on your mind, whatever you want to post, just go for it. Just yeah, and just do it. Don't you know regret not doing it later. Just try it out, see how it works for you. If it doesn't work out, then figure out a way you can make it happen, or just move on to something else. Because not everything is always going to work out for you, but it's worth giving it a try at least. Yes, I'm so with that. Like you really, the first step and like the only step is to do. Like there is no, there's no plan. There's no anything. Like the first step is to just do, and that's all you have to do. Like don't don't spend all all day in your head and just like planning, thinking about oh I could do this, I could do that. No, just put something out there, see how the market responds and go from there. Like if people don't like it, then fine, try something else, do something different. But it really just comes down to doing and continuously doing, putting out content and providing value and just showing people what you're up to. Because if, you, if you're doing stuff that provides value and that's interesting, that's educational, that's entertaining, whatever, if people find value in it, they're going to watch it, they're gonna engage with it, they're going to give you positive feedback. So that's, that's key in my opinion is just, you really have to do like, don't just sit in your head all day and think about what ifs and think about all the things you could do. Like, what are you actually doing? Make what you're actually doing count. Because if you're not doing anything, if you're not actually taking action, then you don't have anything and you're not, you're not doing anything. So you really do have to just like take that first step. And I'm so with you. That's like people, that's where people get caught up. And that's where people need to just like step back and be like, Hey, I haven't actually done anything yet. Let's do something, see what happens and move from there. Because I think people forget that they're never like committed to something like you could have start maybe you could have started a page on cars like a year ago and nobody would have any idea like if you if you started that page and then you you lost interest you could just get rid of it start something else nobody has to know and you're never you're never committed to anything so i mean just post something if you don't like it if you don't like how it turns out you can just delete it like you're never you're never committed to anything you're never locked into anything so people yeah just like step back and, and look at the bigger picture that, that there's always room to pivot. There's always room to change. So just put something out there and see what happens. Um, where do you see Operation Retirement going over the next couple months or years? Uh, I would like to see Operation Retirement grow even more. We will continue to be posting, uh, you know, about trades. I would like to start making videos too also. We just want to be a page where we post real trades with real results to educate people and to show people that trading will always be a skill that anybody can learn. Mm -hmm. No matter if you're just going to trade for long term or you're going to be like swing training, day trading, that if there's anything you want to do in this world that is possible. And it's mm -hmm. good to learn from people who keep the posts real. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to learn from people who are actually doing and you got to learn from people who are being real with you because learning from people who are just sitting 
on the sidelines. That's not, if they're not doing what you want to be doing, then, then you're not, you shouldn't try to learn from them because they're not actually doing it. So you got to look at the people who are doing what you want to be doing and like talk to them, pick their brains, figure out what they're doing, what makes them tick and just figure out from them. Cause that's the people that you want to be learning from, not the people who are sitting on the sidelines preaching and teaching their online courses about stuff they have no business talking about. Um, it really, it, it's about learning from the people who are actually doing. Um, so yeah, you said you want to branch out maybe into video. I think that's a really good idea. Um, I have a ton of fun with videos and there's so many ways you can take a video. You can do in person, you can share your computer screen, you can do an animation video. Like there's just so many ways to take videos. And I think they're a really great way. I mean, honestly, me personally, I watch a lot more videos than I read blog posts. I'm just going to be real because my attention span to like sit down and read a blog post, it's waning. I mean, I do read a lot of books, but as far as like consuming content online, I'm definitely on YouTube more than anything. I would say the same thing too. Also, I'm more into YouTube content because it's visually engaging and it just captures exactly. And I read books too, but I have slowed down on it because yeah, I'm focusing on other other things. That's real. You gotta you gotta know where your priorities are at. Um, but the fact that you're actually doing is like I I would say to somebody like create something over reading a book any day of the week because creating something actually puts something out there actually like puts something new into the world. Whereas just reading a book, maybe you take action on it, maybe you don't. But if you're, if you're creating something that's, I think that's a lot more powerful than just sitting back and learning. Because if you don't do anything with what you learn, then what's the point? And at least in my opinion, um, have you thought about starting a podcast at all? A podcast? No, I never thought about it, honestly. Okay. But if it's something that I could branch out to in the future, then possibly. Yeah. I think, I think podcasts are really cool just because you can consume them like whenever, like you don't have to, you don't have to sit down and read uh, something, even if it's on your phone, you don't have to sit down and watch a YouTube video. Like, I just think the friction there, it's just so much easier to consume like on the go. I know I listen to podcasts while I'm biking to work, while I'm working out, while I'm going for a run. There's just so many times you can listen to podcasts. So I think, I think, I think they're a good idea. I think they're a good way to create content that people can consume wherever, but, um, yeah, they're also, I don't know, they're interesting. They're interesting. I like podcasts. Um, so you said you do read, you have read a little bit. Um, have you read any like financial or investing books in particular that have had a uh, significant impact on you, your life, your investing, anything like that? I have read the books, um, the comments, the little comment book of Common Sense Investing and A Random Walk Down Wall Street. Mm. I would say they are pretty good books if you're somebody who wants to invest in the long term and they usually talk about like four way case and index funds i'm not doing any of those mm -hmm. but they're you know they're pretty useful you're somebody who wants to keep it safe yeah they, they haven't really made a big impact on me but it's good you know it's good to learn about yeah say. absolutely but a book that really has made a significant impact on me is mm -hmm. it's called a high hanging fruit by okay. mark Wampello, he is the uh, creator of the Zico Coconut Waters. So, oh, if you have the grocery store, you see the Zico Coconut Waters. This is the mm -hmm. guy who made it all. And I love this book a lot. It's like one of my favorite books of all time because he shares his experience of working as a you know account executive, working for international paper, to running a coconut water company, which is completely different from what he's doing. Yeah, why? It's just the details that he shares on his book as it's really great. So interesting. So is it is it like his story? 
um, of how he went from A to B, or is it like a informational book, or what kind of what kind of book are we talking about? It's an A to B book. Okay, so his his story. Okay, yeah. cool. Very interesting. Very interesting. I have to check those out. I'll link those up um, in the show notes as well um, at applecredit.com/slash zero zero eight. Um. Also, yeah, in episode five, when I was talking to Chase, he also mentioned a random walk down Wall Street. That was his like number one pick for somebody who was thinking about investing. Uh, I still haven't read it yet. It's on the list, but um, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, so I'll link up those three books below. Um, what do you think separates college and high school students that have control of their finances from those who do not? Because honestly, when I look around, most of my peers really have no idea um, the fundamentals of investing, saving their money for retirement, just um, getting control of their money in general. So what do you think is like the main separator between people who know what's up and people who don't? I would say it comes from different situations. For example, the parents never taught their, their children how to save or, mm-hmm. under, or just investing in general. The only thing I heard from my mom is to save and get a good job. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty basic advice you hear from a lot of parents that aren't as financially uh, savvy enough to understand they don't really know how to invest their money. So mm-hmm. they just put in a 401k, which is fun too. You know, if you want yeah. To, yeah, you know, get a 401k, that's fine. But I like having an individual account because I like to grow my money. Yeah. It's important that if you're in high school or even in college that you need to learn the understanding of personal finances. You know, you can learn your resources from YouTube or Instagram. There's a lot of Instagram pages where you can learn about personal finances and YouTube. Yep. Definitely a lot of blog articles. And the younger you are, the better opportunity you have to become yeah. stable and build a good fortune for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the content that's out there, especially like Instagram and YouTube, it's so unintimidating. Like people are worried that they're not going to know anything that they're they're going to be lost in like the terminology and stuff but like the content on instagram and youtube it's just so like beginner friendly and so unintimidating and so easy to like get started and get your feet wet that um it's it really just it's it's a lot easier to get started than people think it is and once you actually do get started it's a lot easier to just keep going um could you talk a little bit about on how you got started because you said um how you got started like interested in investing and stuff just because you said your parents weren't like super um, into it. All they told you to do was save um, and get a good job. So how, how did you actually find your interest in investing? I grew up with a single mother, so it mm. comes from a different financial situation. Uh, mm. I know my aunt, my aunt and, my, and her way and her, her husband, she invests in stocks, but they have, you know, simple 401k also, but mm. they were the most financially um, stable in family. They're pretty successful themselves. And I learned from them a little bit, but I mostly learned from myself by just simply researching. I wanted to learn how can I invest my money so I can build mm-hmm. a future for myself. Oh, lost I, keep getting, I, keep, I keep having people calling me. It's getting annoying. No worries. Uh, um, you said that you were, you were interested in... Um, in getting in learning how to invest, so you started uh, researching online. Hmm. Yes, I researched online, and I wanted to be able to learn how I can build a financial future for myself. Mm-hmm. So, cool. So there, was that I, just you just wanted to get your money working for you, 
Um, so you decided you want to start learning how to invest? Yes. Cool. That's, that's some initiative that not most, <laughs> not most young people are taking. Um, so, I mean, props to you for that because that's, that's a step further than most people are going. Thank you. I just, I just like, I'm more of, I would say I'm a self-started person. Like there's something that's interested that interests mm. me. I will look it up. I just look it up just for the sake of it. Cause I want to understand what is it. And a lot of people, you know, like we mentioned earlier, they just talk about it. They just think about it, but they don't take any action for themselves. Yeah. That's, that's powerful though. Like, like if you have a question, the, the internet will tell you the answer. Like there is very, there are very few questions that the internet cannot get you an answer to. So like, if you are curious about something, if you have a question, if you are trying to get started with something like just ask the internet and it will give you a pretty good answer. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, yeah. nowadays you really just can't make any excuses. You I know. Source out there. So there should be no reason why you should make an excuse. There is just such an abundance of information that there's no reason why you can't get the answers that you're looking for. <laughs> um, all right. We got a couple more questions, then we're going to wrap it up. So if you could go back in time and tell your 16-year-old self one thing, what would that one thing be? That one thing I would have told myself at 16 years old is I should have stayed going to a community college instead of going to a private university. Mm. I went there for about a year and a half before I dropped out. And the reason why I actually went there is because originally I had a <laughs> it was stupid, but it's because I had a girlfriend at the time. Mm. Both went to the same school, but we broke off like a couple months later. And from there, I decided to see if I could finish off my sophomore year of, you know, being in Johnson Wales. But I eventually dropped out of it because I couldn't just afford going there anymore. And I really lost my interest in that school. Mm. So I went back and I went back to Tampa to live with my mother. And here I am in Hillsborough Community College, but I'm still struggling to pass these classes that I'm in right now and I personally just want to take a break from school and to see if this is something I really want to continue or not with my life. So. Mm. That's real. That's real. I mean, yeah, community college can be a great, great way to get, get your, at least your generals done at a much, much lower cost. And I mean, even like something, something like learning a trade uh, can be a much, much more cost effective way. Like if you're, if your only goal in life, I mean, this probably isn't the case for you, but if, if somebody is out there who just wants to get by on like a $70,000 a year salary, like learning a trade can be a very, very good way to do that. Like learn how to be a plumber, learn how to be an electrician, exactly. take two years of education and you'll get yourself a very nice paying job, especially right now when all the baby boomers are retiring. So, I mean, that's, Those that's definitely. Those jobs are in demand. So I'm saying don't just focus on school, on going to college itself, university. There's a way other, there's so many different options. Also, you just can't limit yourself just because of what society or your family has told you. And it could be pressuring, you know, it may sometimes you could feel shame if you don't do what they told you to do. Mm -hmm. But I mean, society has no face, so it's pretty easy to tell society to right <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> all right. So last thing before we go, where can people find out more about you and about Operation Retirement? Operation Retirement can be found on Instagram. I'm operations.retirement. Okay. And you can find our website at operationretirement.org. Okay. Um, any, any place where they can find out more about you personally? 
you can also find it on my personal Instagram. Okay. My personal is Carlos Davila Jr. Just perfect, one. Perfect. I will link that up. I'll link all that stuff up in the show notes as well. Well, Carlos, thank you very much for being on the show today. I really do appreciate you appearing here. You're taking the time out of your day to talk with us. And I think you provided a ton of value for our audience who is invest who is interested in both investing and in going out there and actually creating some content themselves. Because I think both of those things are very, very um, near and dear to me because I mean, I'm out there learning and creating on personal finance every single day. So I think a lot of our audience can definitely get a ton out of this interview we just did. Uh, so I thank you very much for all the insights and um, information that you brought to our audience today. And um, I hope to hear from you soon. Um, anything you want to say before we head out? I just want to say thank you, Apple, for this opportunity and to have to be able to have the time with you to do this interview. I mean, it's my first ever interview with anybody. So this is all great. right. Props to you, man. You did a great job. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Carlos, for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate your time. And I just appreciate you being here to share your experience with our viewers because I know I got a lot out of this conversation. I hope you guys did as well. I got a lot of stuff that I'm gonna go put into action after hearing about Carlos's blog and his Instagram page. So I hope you guys got a lot out of that. And for our money pun of the day, where do beavers keep their money? In the damned riverbank. Next week, we'll be at it with the ninth installment of Young Smart Money. So we're really getting up there, guys, almost to the two digits. Really exciting stuff going on. Um, but if you can't wait until then for your next installment of financial literacy content, I have a ton of free resources for you. So let me go through those one by one. The first one, the show notes for this episode, we can cover the books that we mentioned, um, any links to Carlos's sites, all that good stuff. That'll be at applecreditor.com slash 008 if you guys are interested in that at all. Um, and AppleCredit.com in general is just a great resource for getting some good financial resources for you. Uh, additionally, I have a free online video lecture course called $100 in a Smartphone. Really just guides college students and high school students and really anybody who's just trying to invest their first $100 through how to do that via their smartphone. And then additionally, you can always find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash AppleCredit is where you can find all of my uploads additionally i'm on instagram i'm on twitter i'm on facebook all of those just at apple Crider is where you can find me all right guys thank you very much for checking out young smart money today with me your host apple Crider. and before i go i want to challenge you guys i want to challenge you guys to do something that's very very meaningful to me and that really i believe in very very much and that is to create something now this doesn't have to be something crazy. This doesn't have to be like making a feature length film and submitting it to the Sundance Film Festival. No, I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm really just talking about doing, talking about something that you enjoy and sharing it with people. So this could be anything from maybe an Instagram post. So maybe you are very into bugs and you want to make an Instagram post that tells people a little bit about a certain kind of bug or how to differentiate a grasshopper from a, I don't know, what's that other thing that looks kind of like a grasshopper? Um, I'm not, I can't even remember, but just like put something out there that provides value to people and that has to do with something that you enjoy. So that could be an Instagram post, could be a Facebook post, could be an infographic that you put up on social media could be a YouTube video, could be a podcast, like just really low stakes because 
But you gotta remember that you're never committed to anything. You're never, like, you're never charting yourself a, a defined path that you can never stray from. There's always room to wander, and there's always room to figure out what you actually want to do. So I think it's really important to just take those first steps and put something out there, because then you can see if you like doing that, you can see how people react to that. And if you don't put anything out there, how are you ever gonna know what you enjoy doing? So my challenge to you is just put something out there. And if you guys want to, definitely feel free to share it with me, DM it to me on Instagram, uh, shoot me a Facebook message, apple at applecreator.com, all of these great places. I would love to see what kind of content you guys are producing because I just think it's really, really cool to see people actually doing stuff, make stuff happen. Um, it really just, it makes me very, very happy. Um, to see people doing cool stuff like Carlos is with Operation Retirement, like all these creators are on YouTube, on Instagram. So if you guys are doing cool stuff already, definitely shoot that to me as well. And I can be sure to give you guys a shout out on the, on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, whatever. Um, I love I love giving people some um, visibility because I know that's it's, it's tough as a starting out creator, getting that early visibility and getting your name out there. So I, I'm definitely willing to help out anybody who is in that place. Um, anyways, guys, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. I really would appreciate it. And um, right now we're sitting at about six or seven reviews, I think. So every single one counts. And um, I love I love hearing what you guys have to say on that. It really does help me uh, edit and audit the show to be more valuable to you guys and to just provide you guys with as much information and um, whatever you guys want as possible. So if you're young, smart money, my name is Apple Crater. I will see you next week.